Hello everyone and welcome to Toonami Therapy. Today on December 29th of 2022, I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to, well, not talk about any Toonami stuff because still on hiatus. Won't be mm -hmm. back um next week uh, either. Um, so, but yeah, we've still got our other shows to talk about. Mm -hmm. All right. So, we have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean episode 18. So, um, basically, there's uh, Foo Fighters is still fighting guy with uh, uh, with a stand that um, I'm a little unsure exactly how it works. Actually, they made the point it has to do with Feng Shui, and I'm like, okay, but. You, you, you just have to be in the right place and you get good luck? Is that how it works? Well, anyway, uh, Foo Fighters manages to get, uh, manages to beat him essentially by, you know, doing, using the usual JoJo outmaneuvering and managing to get water, uh, because, uh, Foo Fighters, you know, is powerful with water and stuff and manages to win. We get a little, we find out a little bit about. Uh, I'm just going to call him a Nasui, even if they call him Anastasia on the um, show. Um, him, uh, just because I, I remember, I'm used to hearing that. We find out a little bit about his stand, kind of. He can apparently adjust people's bodies in some way. We don't know the specifics of it yet, but it but it basically makes uh, the bad guy, like, constantly, you know, like, jump and stuff with, like, almost, like, spring feet. And, um... Then they managed to beat the guy, and, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. And, yeah, this show has, uh, lost a lot of my interest recently. It used to be this season started out so well, there was, you know, the whole story of her trying to get out of prison and now it's just back to stand battle stand battle stand battle and uh, it, it, most of them end up going the same way you always got the one stand of the bad guy who's about to win and then the hero comes up with some complicated plan to circumvent the stand and then beats them and uh this happens over and over again so uh yeah i i haven't been all too interested in in uh jojo lately uh it just seems to be the same thing every episode I um, it's it's funny on this message board, someone like just put up this poll for worst JoJo fight, and you know they like listed some things, and there's also an other. Uh, this fight got more than twice the votes of anything else listed on it. <laughs> I I was, I I I'm sure there's recency bias in there, but still, mm -hmm. it definitely shows that this was not a people didn't care for this fight much at all. Yeah. And uh, I kind of liked it at first, but then I did get kind of bored of it, and it really didn't need to be two episodes. Um, I did, I was, I did 
the old guy they were fighting against. I kept like thinking, okay, where have I heard that voice? So I look it up. I'm like, oh, wow, that's Aramaki from Ghost in the Shell. How did I not remember that? Hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, there's that. There's also the part where, um, I, now, question, because I noticed in Nasui, he refers, he explicitly refers to Foo Fighters as they, which makes some sense, because Foo Fighters doesn't technically have a gender, even if they're, you know, in a female, like, they've, like, kind of taken possession of this female body, and I was just wondering, think, have they been doing that up until this point? Because I never, I didn't notice that before, and it just, I don't know, the way he said it just made the sentence sound kind of awkward, so I took notice of it. I noticed it too, actually, but I didn't know why. Okay. All right. So, not too much else to say about that. Hopefully, now that we're past what uh, is apparently considered one of the worst fights in the series, uh, things will get more interesting again. Although, I'm sure we're just going to, we're still going to get a bunch of stand battles because, I mean, it, it's JoJo. If, um, if. It, it's just about that. Okay. So, we got that. We got Spy Family, episode 21. Uh, so, we're introduced to Nightfall, this other spy who uh, basically wants to uh, join... Uh, she wants to join into Lloyd's mission because to be the fake wife instead... And you initially think, oh, she's just super ruthless. No, she actually has this crazy crush on Lloyd. <laughs> so the episode is mostly her trying to do things to, like, manipulate Yor to leave or whatever. And uh, it's pretty amusing, especially when Anya's reading her uh, mind and is like, oh, I don't like her. So, you, so Anya just she's going, I love you, mommy. Thank you for cleaning up my mess. And, uh... So, yeah, there's some of that stuff. Um, and then we get what I think is the longest post credit sequence I've ever seen in an anime. I don't uh, think it was a post credit sequence. I think it was just a a different mission, that's all. The, the credits, like, rolled and stuff, and then it went to, and I'm, I I think, let me, I will, I will double check one sec. On um that I'm almost I'm almost sure of that, but maybe it just well, started. I know the credits ran, but then it said the next, it said the next mission up there. Oh, there was a title card. Yeah. Oh no, I mean there was a title card, but it's still a post-credit sequence. Well, I mean I you could have the credits at the beginning of the show and then consider that a post-credit sequence. You know. It could, but I don't think I've seen the series do that. Have they? I know there's, I know there's been a bunch that have like you know put that don't like have an ending theme. They just put the credits over the animation. But maybe there's a few that have done that, like you know, for the final episode of like a season or something. Well, anyway, yeah. it was unusually long. Um, uh, anyway, that second one was just about Bond getting jealous of. Anya's penguin and kind of ruining it and she gets angry and then they make up. Yeah, I I was a big fan of this episode. Um, I really like Nightfall and her plot. Although 
I have to wonder, like, if Anya knows everything, then why doesn't she say anything, you know? Uh, it, it just seems kind of strange that she would, you know, see... She pretends that she's, uh, you know, really loves your, but she could easily rat her out, you know, just by saying, oh, well, I guess, I guess she doesn't want anyone to know that she has psychic powers, right? No, she doesn't. And also, uh, well, there's several factors. One, she doesn't want to do that. Two, she thinks it's really cool to have a spy on father and assassin mother. Three, uh-huh. she does like them. And if she, you know, reveals that stuff, it would it would probably make the family have to, like, break apart somehow. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I really like how they started out there like she's, she's like full of ambition and then later on like full of ambition <laughs> to win the love of Twilight. <laughs> it was <clears throat> it was a uh, Kaguya-sama type of narrator there. And I I enjoyed that. Um, I thought this was a very enjoyable episode. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a minor thing, but I just cracked up at the part when they when Anya and Lloyd comes home, um, and then Anya just says, "We have arrived home safely." Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So then we've got Chainsaw Man episode seven. So, uh, basically, um, after Je- Denji has, you know, jumped into, uh, um, <coughs> Eternity Devil, I think it's called, um, and basically starts, you know, slashing it up, it, which won't kill it because it has its, like, weak point hidden or something, but Denji then manages to work out, um, that while he gets exhausted, if he doesn't have blood... When he's slashing through the mo- the monster, it makes it bleed, so he can drink the blood to get um to regenerate his strength and just keep doing it perpetually. And then eventually, uh, and then the needy devil just gets through so much is in pain for so long and finally just gives up and lets Denji kill it. So then they all leave. Um, so they all get out. They go have a sort of uh, a drink party. Um, and, uh, um, we get some flashback stuff, and, uh, what's her, um, name? Uh, Human, no, oh yeah, she gets super drunk, and when she tries to return that, um, kiss she promised Denji, she ends up kind of throwing up on him, um, into his mouth, and, uh, then, apparently also drunk, kind of just drags him back to her apartment after uh, the fact, and uh, yeah, that's our episode. Yeah, I, I I think every episode from now on, I'm just going to summarize with blood, gore, and sex, and that's pretty much all it is, with a little bit of gross-out humor uh, added in there, because that's pretty much all the show is. There, there's, there's, there's nothing else to it. It's just really bloody 
and violent and then you get these sexual type of things and then you know and then then you have to have something to gross people out even more i i, I don't see the the appeal of the show at all i mean i saw someone and i'm sure they're not the only one who put it up as one of their top 10 anime of the year and i was like this show is dead last when it comes to anime this year i i have no there there's just nothing i like about it i i don't like most of the characters i don't understand what they're even trying to accomplish and i I just think people are drawn in by the fact that it's just it's got so much violence and somehow that makes it more appealing to people. Well, um, in regards to this episode, uh, I wasn't so before I get on to it, one thing, the, 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 the like the puke is blurred out, it's censored. That's like always done in anime. Why? Like legitimately every anime I've ever seen that has done that like blurs it out and this is like this is a series where there's a whole bunch of blood and stuff and that's fine but you can't show th you can't show puke why is that there's just i just don't get it it's something in japan it seems really weird to me um episode itself so i thought it was okay but it was i feel so what when I read this thing in this chapter in the manga and I know I keep saying the manga but I thought part of it was that there's a line that I thought was really funny that was translated differently and that's when Denji after he realizes you know he take he drinks the blood it powers him up he slashes more gets more blood and stuff in this one he just like announces like he just says I can keep doing this for ever um with an Actually, I couldn't even quite make out this line because there was so much noise in the episode. But he said something like, "I, um, with an idea this dull, I'll make, get the Nobel Prize." Did he say dull, dumb? It sounded like that. And then in the the manga translation, and I even like the ori uh, original like subtitle stuff. It's rendered slightly differently in the manga. He like says, "I act." He after he explains that he says, "I've accidentally created a perpetual motion machine. That Nobel Prize is mine." And I just thought, oh, that's freaking hilarious. And then they phrased it and, and lost that. So, I don't know. Um, in reg uh, There were some other, some gags I liked. I did like the part where she says, like, his screws aren't just loose, they fell out. Um, in regards to the series itself, well, hmm. It's a little weird for me to say this, because I'm... The manga, I know, I keep saying the manga. It's like the phrase I always <laughs> use. But, so, Chainsaw Man ran, and it had a part one, and it then it went on, kind of like a JoJo, in that, like, the, all the big important stuff is um wrapped up, and it went on a break for a while, then came back in part two. It's in the same continuity. It does have a different, a new main character, but, like, some of the characters from the previous part have shown up. Um, yeah, I've been really... I've liked part two a lot more than part one. Like part two, practically every chapter I've enjoyed. And it's like the literally the one that I look forward to the most each week, Chainsaw Man, part two. Uh, but we're still on part one in the anime. And we're still on the part that I wasn't huge into when I read it in the manga. In um, So when I... 
man, I feel like I'm always repeating myself when it comes to Chainsaw Man, but I mean, I like some stuff in it, but yeah, I didn't really care for some of the more gross-out stuff. I, and also, like, the the bit of where I, I just thought, what I thought was one of the funniest bits, because it was translated differently in the dub, and for that matter, it was hard to hear. I didn't think it was anywhere near as funny. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I I was a little surprised to see to look at and see how many people were rating this like super high, like you know Anime News Network, which you know is usually their reviewers are a little more I guess highbrow, and like a bunch of them were saying, oh, this was the best of the season, um, and things. So, so I don't know. I know I ended up really liking the series, but it's uh, still at the point where I'm thinking, man, if I hadn't read the later stuff, I'd probably be pretty bored right now. So uh, I wonder how many people have like read the series and they have the later context, which makes a lot of the stuff here feel like it has more of a point. Mm-hmm. But is there ever a point in this show where we get more than just blood and gore or sex? Like, is there ever a time we have something different from that? Honestly, from what I remember, basic the mo- most of the sex stuff kind of ends after, at least with Denji, ends after the next episode. Um, mm-hmm. there, uh, I, there, there's some stuff with some other characters, but that's like kind of a different um, thing. Um, in re- it's always going to be kind of bloody and gory. There right, is, right. There is still, I feel like even there, there is some stuff. We do get like some flashback stuff, some stuff in the characters, but... Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like it. There, the later, like the the humor works better later. The plot is more interesting. There's actually some stuff that legitimately I thought was pretty um, e- like emotional. But whenever I think of all the stuff I like, I'm thinking, oh yeah, all that stuff's not going to be until season two, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I feel like I'm out on an island here because everyone, everyone loved this show and I just don't see the appeal of it, you know? Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't. I, I have seen some people kind of say that they think the anime, like, kind of, does, like, the tone of it, there's, there's some stuff that was kind of more comedic and then the anime plays it a little more seriously and mm-hmm. i i've seen that as a repeated kind of complaint but in regards to the series itself um I, I mean it's hard for me to really answer it because i'm enjoying it but again i feel it's just because i know more stuff at, um and things i'm thinking man i wonder if if this was like part two you'd probably like it you'd um <laughs> i i i uh, it, I like like the main character. She's kind of interesting, and uh, actually, interestingly enough, literally right now in the manga, they're doing this thing again, where th- because this monster kind of shows up again and traps the characters in the sort of endless hallway, and uh, things are playing out a little differently this time around. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I I I, de- I definitely have seen some other people like suggest yeah it's i don't even know where i was going with that sorry i started talking and didn't have a way to finish it okay (laughs) yeah i um 
But yeah, I do think there was some funny bits in um at um and it was it was okay. I didn't really dislike it as much as you um did, but mm. I will be saying as someone who really does like the series or at least the series later on, I am I certainly to a certain extent agree and say, yeah, I I was surprised to see so many people saying, "Oh, this was the best thing." And I'm like, I mean, I guess it was decent, but uh, at least in my opinion, but that surprised me a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So yeah, we're done with that. Uh, I apologize to any big time chainsaw man fans there for just listening to us kind of complain about it. Um, okay. Blue lock episode seven, moving on to that one. Um, so in this episode, We've got, um, uh, right. So basically we get a flat, uh, a flashback of one of the characters and we find out, oh, they're actually like super fast, but be, well, the, uh, but because they like got their, um, an injury and got told, oh, if you get this injury again, you might never be able to play soccer. They've been playing more conservatively, but then they, you know, go through the whole, well, I'm going to win this after all and they're super fast and they're able to tie up the game and because this is a sports series rather than an action series after the big flashback they don't spontaneously die <laughs> um and uh so our main characters manage to make it through this game with a draw but they have to win their final game and uh they're up against a team that hasn't lost at all so far <laughs> and as bn uh, that same guy who betrayed them already, he was already making deals with Team V to try to uh, do the same thing. And they just turn him down. Like, ah, we're not interested. <laughs> Which, uh, like, I, I could understand if they were, like, doing it for a moral reason, but it was just like, Ah, we're, we're not interested. <laughs> so that was so funny. Um, I I thought this this episode really reminded me of Ice Seal 21 a lot. You know, it it, it was uh, it was really uh, you know you you have you know the characters you know have a I don't know how I don't know what I'm saying um I just I just really enjoyed this episode so yeah um I I I thought it was a lot like ICO 21 and I guess that's why I liked it so much I liked it just because I thought it was a fun episode. I I didn't really yeah. think it was exact necessarily think it was exactly like ICO 21 but yeah I I mean, it was like Ice Shield 21 in that it was a sports game, a game and I thought it was good. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you're talking quality. I thought you were trying to say like the, like the general feeling or something was similar. No, it's just, just the whole, it was just like, this is a sports anime and it's exciting, you know, mm -hmm. it's so I, I'm trying to, I don't know how to describe it, but you know, the characters have, you know, their thing like 
the main character. And I don't the, this is the only problem with this show is that I can't remember most people's names. But the main character, he can smell a goal, <laughs> which I'm like, what does that even mean? And and then that red haired character, you know, he overcomes his fear of getting injured and goes all out speed and, you know, does that, which honestly, in, in real soccer, none of that would ever work. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just a fun thing. I, I wonder how they are going to deal with the other team. Although one thing I'm a little surprised the other team didn't mention was now, from what I recall, correct, recall, they are the only undefeated team. Doesn't that mean that they can lose their next match and they're guaranteed to advance? Yeah, yeah, that that is how it is that's why uh whenever they schedule these things they in the world cup they will schedule both games to start at the same time that way you can't have two teams colluding to knock someone else out so that's kind of what they do yeah, I was just thinking that the other team, when the guy's offering, hey, I'll let you um, win, I'll help you win if you let me score, and they just found the whole thing kind of boring, and I was yeah. just thinking, well, yeah, but what are you trying to offer them if they're guaranteed victory anyway? Yeah. I mean, I can understand them wanting to play anyway because, I mean, it's blue lock and you're supposed to be egotistical or whatever, but why would they, like, do that for you? What are you offering them? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that will be, that's, uh, Blue Lock. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, going to see how, what they're going to do here. And, uh, I'm curious what they're going to do after this, because after this thing, they'll, you know, have gotten rid of a bunch of the teams and, uh, I, I, I assume they're going to move on to something else. So are they going to keep doing stuff with these like 11 guys as a team? Are they going to be putting them against each other again? Like they did at the start in that like opening thing in the series or what are they going to do? Yeah. What I'm interested in is how they're going to get back to 11 players. If they got this, like, uh, like, is he going to have a redemption arc where he turns good again? You know, I, I'm, I'm interested. I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm actually really intrigued by mm-hmm. the idea of like, how are they going to get back to 11 players in time for the next game? And I, I, I don't know for as much as I hated Chainsaw Man, that's about how much I love this <laughs> show so much. So, uh, yeah, this show is, it really does feel like it could become a classic like Ice of 21. And from what I can tell, it seems to be pretty popular right now. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, let me see, where, where's this current ranking on? It's currently. Uh, the fifth rank, ha- ranked uh, one on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Behind um, Mob Psycho 100, Spy Family, My Hero Academia, and Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually heard 
Mob Psycho 100's last season, this season, it's its last one, it ended, was really good. Like, I like even saw some people saying, oh, I didn't really like, care for it that much, but I thought this was a great uh, final se- This season was great. It's, supposedly it's got a good ending, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know, I wasn't enthralled by its first season, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I just didn't understand this, so, like, <laughs> I... I couldn't understand what what was it like. Okay, so the main character he would get up to the number one hundred and something. Like, what was that? When he got angry enough, it would completely unlock his power and okay. basically make him unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So, then we've got the last one. We got the Ruby Ice Queendom, episode 7. Um, so, they go back into it uh, along with, um, I can't remember his name, but one of the guys from the other uh, team. Um, they end up, uh, I can't remember exactly what they were um, doing, but whatever it does cause all these like young versions of Weiss to go around and wreak mm-hmm. havoc um, stuff. And uh, then there's a bunch of stuff with regular Weiss, and um, I know, and I noticed, is it just me or because her last name's like they keep like saying like Schnee, and it, I just keep thinking that sounds like a really that's like such a goofy sounding last name. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but they end up, I think, confronting her, but she releases some sort of like. Um, I can't remember. Was it like a robot or a monster? She unleashes something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. I. I and. Oh, oh, and. Like, they were. <laughs> some, some of the things of this show were, like, a little corny. Like, whenever they were. Uh, they were telling those characters like you got to be free you got to have freedom and it was like what does that even mean you know uh uh i i guess they're inside her mind or something and they're trying to free her memories of of her childhood i guess i don't know that that, that was confusing to me Honestly, now that I think about it, I'm kind of confused about exactly what they're doing. Because I get the fact, okay, she, Weiss got hit by this weird, like, thorn thing that's made her fall, like, comatose. And you have to, you have to go into this weird, like, dreamscape thing with the evil version of her in it. Except it's not necessarily completely evil, it's just kind of more of a dark version. And I think, okay, they're doing that. Um, but what are they actually supposed to do here again? Do, do mm-hmm. are they supposed to go up to her and say, "Hey, go back to normal and wake up"? Do they have to actually beat her in battle? Or I'm suddenly realizing, and maybe I missed it, but I'm suddenly realizing, wait, what are exactly? How do they get her out of it exactly? What are they trying to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. It's a little confusing to me too. Uh, I, I I mean my. Prediction is that we have like one of those 
scenes where they basically have to beg her to snap out of it and then she finally does but i don't know um yeah um yeah uh we've got that um the only other thing I, I comment, I guess I'd have is I've noticed how much Weiss, at least when she's like in the dark Weiss or what do they call it? What was it called? Like negative Weiss? Something? Negative, negative, negative Weiss. Yeah. Does it, is it just me or does she sound a lot like Erna from Food Wars? Her, her... <laughs> I love that you said that because that's exactly what I, I was thinking. Now she, she isn't voiced by the same actress, but that is exactly what I I thought too. Yeah, um <laughs> and especially later Erin up that when her voice cuz her yeah. I I didn't like her voice at first. It it, it, it like it got it, it improved as the series went on. Yeah. Um but yeah, it did really make me uh, think that it sounded like her. Okay, so it was not just me. Okay, and um that's our shows. I, I guess we can go into the top three um, stuff then. Uh, which for me, um, man, I never go into this thing knowing it. I, I know my first two. I'm just trying to suddenly think about um, the third. Um, okay, for me, the top would be Spy... No, sorry. The top would be Blue Lock followed by mm -hmm. Spy Family. And in third place would be... Uh, I think Chainsaw Man, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I I made mine, and then I realized it, it's exactly the same as last week. So um, uh, third place, Ruby, second place, Spy Family, and at the top spot, Blue Lock. So that's three first place finishes by Blue Blo Blue Lock in the last five episodes we've done. So, uh, and this is the last one of the year, isn't it? Yeah. Um, tomorrow we're going to be doing our like rankings of the stuff we watched last year from worst to best. Yep. Um. So just a few notes on uh that. So. We're not going to be having uh, Blue Lock, Chainsaw Man, or Ruby in those because we really only just started watching um, them. We are going to have the other stuff because even if we are only like midway through Made in Abyss um, and Spy Family and uh, um, Yashihime, we still, there's still like a lot more of it we watched last year. So that's, right. that's kind of enough. We were we were thinking of maybe once we finish all those shows, we might go back and like make some possible adjustments to our lists. Um, so mm -hmm. we'll get that in I don't know a month and a half or whatever. So yeah, that's what mm -hmm. we're doing uh, for next um, week. Sorry, did I say next week? No, we're we're going to do that. Um, it'll probably it will probably come. We'll probably put up the episode next week, but we'll do that, and then we'll have a regular episode after it. So we'll basically just be doing a like two episodes: this one and then that one. Yeah. All right, we've gotten that, and um, yeah. Uh, by the way, suggestion since we've got no tsunami 
at all. And uh, would, do you want to do two episodes of Spy Family for next week? Yeah, we could. Okay, because it's both of that we we could do that, and also there's the fact that soon I'm going to uh, we're watching five shows per um week, and that's going to be a little harder um for me soon. So I want to get it right. that done so that will be dropped down to four quit um pretty uh like more quickly, and which would be more manageable. Yeah, when does Spy Family end? We've got I think um four episodes left. Okay. It's the one that we're, that we're the closest to ending. That's why I kind of suggested doing yeah. a double for that. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. All right. So we'll just watch one episode of the rest of the stuff, and then we'll do two episodes of Spy. Sorry, two episodes of Spy Family, and that will be it. We'll see you uh, soon. Mm-hmm. Bye, Nee.